Hello, and welcome to Damn It Vince, the home of the original shark facts. We are the <laughs> podcast that holds your hand in the filthy swimming pool of pro wrestling. There is no Ellis this week, as he's still trying to fight his way back across the Welsh border. So luckily, it's just me and John this week. How you doing, John? Am I? You excited for shenanigans? I've got yeah. one beer. I've got two. I've got one beer. I'm going to go mad. I don't know. The first time we did this, it was pure chaos. The second time, it was like a reasonable, reasonably focused yeah, podcast. I don't think I was drinking then. So oh, I've got, oh, I've got right. one beer, and I'm not sure what strength it is because it was in an unlabeled bottle. <laughs> okay, so it could be anywhere between Mystery booze. zero yeah. and 20. Yeah, it's beer, so like, but it tastes quite strong. So I've got my flask of warm Arnold Palmer's to wash it down or water it down with if it gets too strong. So it'll be between alcohol and caffeine then. We'll just Yeah. Sleep. I mean, you know, sleeps for the week, innit? <laughs> Who needs it? Who needs it? Not us. Oh, I really need it. <laughs> I f- the thing is, I've got London oh, next week. I'll be so tired. Because you oh, can't man. sleep. Yeah. Well, Harvey's Nan's house is always like 800 degrees. Oh, Ash's Nan does the same thing. Yeah, I think you get to a certain age. Yeah. In the middle of the night and it's like a million degrees. Yeah. What yeah. are you doing in here? <laughs> Baking a lot of bread, you're growing weed. What? But yeah, yeah. It's, it's so that's I can't sleep in that, and it's London as well, and it's loud. And but so that that's a fun fun way to spend my week. But yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, well, uh, uh, I'm so just gonna enjoy our intro. Uh, we've got a ton of news to get through. Like, oh, I know, I know, I know. I've, I've got to follow the structure that Ellis left for us, though. Otherwise, there will be repercussions. <laughs> like a, like a teacher, like a substitute teacher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stop knocking about at the back and bring that big telly in with the strap over it. So we're here for the usual news, reviews, reviews of shoes, and apparently this weekend it's SummerSlam. So we will be making our predictions based on nothing but what this Ouija board tells me. <laughs> So let's hope the spirits aren't angry. But first, John. 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 So it's uh, sort of like the final, the biggest. Hey guys, guess what? <laughs> the head, the big boss has fallen. We can all go home now. <laughs> the biggest WWE cut of all time. Oh mate, we're gonna have to change our name. Oh yeah. <laughs> ah. That's going to be hard because I've just ordered a load of, uh, let's say, beer mats. <laughs> still. <laughs> nah, I mean, I, think, I have a suspicion he's going to still be involved. Uh, he's going to lurk. Whispering. Be, yeah, like that Stephanie person beer. at a party that you can't get rid of. Yeah. Just like, oh, I'll help tidy up. It's like, no, fuck off. I'm going to tidy up in the morning, right? Just, just <laughs> leave. I'm just waiting for a tactic. No, we'll wait outside. Yeah. Leave. That's, leave. That's what's happened here. Tell them. Yep. Uh, Vincent Mann has announced his retirement. This is ridiculous news. You guys kind of reacted to it in your in the bonus episode last Friday. Yes, he's gone. He's sort gone. Of. Well, well, I'm going to go through it as it happened because it takes forever and it's very hard. But Friday, Triple H was announced to be back in power as the EVP of Talent Relations. Yep, that was all fine. Bruce Pritchard was gone as the interim Talent Relations and resuming his job in creative. And also signaled the wide expected confirmation that John Laurinaitis was was done with the company, given that he was expected to be the fall guy for. Uh, yeah, we all. Thought, I thought that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. For Vince's sexual misconduct, awfulness. Uh, people were said to be happy for the move. Triple H was approachable and gets back to talent, understands what they're going through, and doesn't give them we'll see answers. So so far, so, so good. Yeah, yeah, so reasonable. Later that day, Vincent Mann tweeted, At 77, time for me to retire. Thank you, WWE Universe. Then, now, forever, together. Ooh. Now, 
Retire. Retire. Retire is <laughs> a choice of word, isn't it? Yeah. It's... Certainly a choice. Um, what would be a better one? Jumped before he was pushed. Ousted. Ousted. Uh, politely Killed. asked to leak. Yeah. Yeah. Non-violent military coup. <laughs> he got that DX tank out the back still somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> Fucking Road Dog's begging for a job, isn't he? So he'll be there. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him wandering around. Smack talking AEW. Well, sucking up to him and then when they went, we don't need you. He was like, well, I never wanted to join anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid job. I don't want it. But we got... Uh, Upon hearing the news, One Talent said they were surprised as they expected Vince to be there until he died. I think we all did. I mean, to be fair, yeah, I was thinking it's going to be they were going to do like the, the ten bell thing and all that jazz, but <laughs> just just act like he died. <laughs> I mean, I think inside he's been dead for a long time. Build a big pyramid and bury him inside <laughs> with all the wrestlers as <laughs> well, like pharaohs used to do. Yes. Uh, it was confirmed to fight for the Vince McMahon's retiring from all active roles in the company and claimed it's not a storyline, he will not be back, this is not a work. I, I mean, the amount of investigations going on, would it would be an incredibly poor taste if it was a work. <laughs> yes, yes it would. But it wouldn't be beyond him, so... No, no, there's no barrel too low to be scraped out of. No. Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan were named co-CEOs, basically getting the interim title from Stephanie's role. Um... There are rampant, unconfirmed rumours among talent that they expect Kevin Dunn to be the next to go. Oh, can you imagine? And there were immediate internal rumours that Brock Lesnar was very pissed off about the news and left, according to Brian Alvarez. I mean, this was a couple of hours before SmackDown, wasn't it? Yeah. So, and he's involved in the picture for SummerSlam, so yeah. Before SmackDown, just after stocks stopped trading for the day. Convenient, some would say. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't on purpose at all. Uh, A cynical man would say. Not us. No, as you know, I'm not in the color. No, of course not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fightful uh, confirmed this and uh, they'd left the building. Uh, PW Insider collaborated support and WWE actually pulled him from advertising because they weren't sure he'd be at the show. Things eventually blew over Lesnar and Lesnar returned. Um, one sort of cover situation overblown, but admitted they didn't know if he ended up if he ended up actually being on the show. The script was entirely rewritten and didn't feature him until um, the last segment was left in a way that he could be included if he turned up at the last minute. Which apparently is what they did. I don't know. I didn't watch it. Yeah, um, I, I believe he he said he went out to get food. Did he actually say that? I think that's what I read somewhere was that he went out to get food, and I was like, do they not have catering? But maybe he wanted, I don't know, McDonald's or something. I don't know. Well, Brock wants KFC when he's upset. He's just like... Just eats the skin, though. Yeah. (laughs) Throws the protein away. Yeah. Just eating the skin. You wander past uh, KFC in Madison Square Garden. It's just Brock Lesnar on the window. Just just weeping weeping and eating skin. Raw chicken on the smell. Skinless chicken. (laughs) And Brock Lesnar crying. Yeah. (laughs) That's in my head how it went down. And he's wearing Um, one of those hats with a little propeller on him. You wouldn't approach him, would you? Like, I'm just. No, I wouldn't I'm approach Brock Lesnar ever because he's, no. he's fucking a giant wall of meat, isn't he? To be fair, he's made it pretty clear you're actually left alone. I think most most days. Yeah, well. especially if he's in a sad KFC <laughs> spiral. Yeah, which is now canon in my head. <laughs> um, other, other reports of Vince leaving shortly before the big Madison Square Garden show implies there's a serious situation where Vince could not stay any longer, as Vince has a lot, lot of love for that arena. Bet he does. Mm. What's uh, this? <laughs> uh, they also says the company interest to keep Vince happy because he's still a major shareholder. 
and so we'll change the direction structure personnel will likely consider his opinion hmm but then didn't he sell a lot of shares he did but he still got like 10 percent of the shares which i think is a fairly large chunk what a uh, mm, uh, whole thing stinks yeah it's kind of um i'll get to that changes are expected but they will be gradual as the company wants to demonstrate stability to stakeholders including stockholders partners and sponsors some people do do we think Naomi and Sasha could return as their biggest grief was with Vince. However, other management may still hold a grudge against them both. <laughs> uh, that's his parting gift. Yeah, we just fucked it massively, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we managed to get rid of one of the biggest women stars ever. <laughs> yeah. Because he couldn't yeah. pay her off. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Feel, no. No, I know, but I feel, feel a bit sick. <laughs> Uh, according to an SEC filing, I don't know what that means, but I assume it's a financial thing. McMahon has disposed of 38,519 shares of WWE stock at zero dollars. I don't I... know why. Oh, it's to do with his retirement. I assume it's twin. Oh, it's to, to increase the value of the other stock. Maybe. It seems bad, doesn't it? Let's see. Yeah. There's a weird, I'm sure there's a reason for it, and it's not a good one. Yeah, um, it, it sounds like fiddling to me, that. But again, I don't know how stocks work, so. Yep. Uh, he's still listed as 10% owner on the filing. Uh, so, why now? Some of this I don't really understand, but... Um, WD posted an 8-K filing on July 25th about preliminary financial results for second quarter. In the filing that revealed, the company has made a preliminary decision that certain payment... determination that certain payments that Vince McMahon agreed to make during the period from 2006 through 2022 were not recorded in the WA consolidated financial statements, should have been recorded as expenses in the quarters in which those agreements were made. Uh, as of a date here, the company has identified unrecorded expenses totaling approximately $14.6 million. All payments underlying their unrecorded expenses were or were repaid by Vince McMahon personally. So basically, my it's, vague understanding is it's not, it's, the problem is not that he's been like paying hush money to people, but they didn't record it properly, which is yeah. kind of like, you know, getting a gang, getting um, putting guns one in prison for tax evasion. Yeah, when... Well, it, it it feels like having two sets of books, doesn't it? This it feels like <laughs> having the ones that you show to the tax man and one that you don't show to the tax man. <sighs> yep. Hello, by the way, Ellis has Ellis. managed to fight a Welshman and steal his internet, his ration of internet for the day, and has just popped in, looking very holidayy. What's hot? What's that? <laughs> you look like you've had a nice holiday. You look relaxed. You look slightly tanned. It's good. It's a good look on you. Thank you very much. I like you were so paranoid it's... about what Joe meant. Joe meant you were you just look like, awful. What, are you, what are you trying to say? <laughs> well, I feel like shit. That's what I thought. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I couldn't. I couldn't knock them off. I just got that. I was like, it's too much going on. <laughs> You're, You're still hosting. You're still hosting, though, Jeff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I've got bits. I know. I'm looking forward. Hey, very organised. It's not. Uh, yeah. I also like. Because they're saying, oh, he didn't pay it out of company money. But if he gave that woman a 100% pay rise, that's out of company money, isn't it? Yeah. It's a different one. <laughs> it's a different one. These are ones they didn't know about. Oh, so what? What? Oh, okay. This, this, is, so this we... is money that wasn't on the book. Yeah. So I read that Brandon Thurst, the guy who does all the economic stuff, was like, he's paid it out of his personal money. Mm -hmm. But when, you, uh, when you've got a company like this, because the money was benefiting the company, it should be classed as a company expense, not a personal. Because people are going, well, he's a billionaire, like, he's paid out of spending this money. Mm. So he should have claimed it on the company. Right, so I am right. It's not that it's, it's, not that it's like <laughs> expenses for hush money for, for sexual misconduct. It's that he hasn't, he hasn't 
um, written it down properly. Yeah. Right. Okay. Just tried, just, just tried to dodge around it so it wasn't on paper trail. <laughs> then, the then the Wall Street Journal came along. Yeah. Good. Uh, then we got Triple Heroes of the Year. Yeah. yeah. Time yeah. Person of the Year, Wall Street Journal. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H has been announced as head of creative. Now, this could be exciting, couldn't it? It could indeed. Mm. Uh, talent's reaction to the news was general excitement. WD confirmed to fight for that Bruce Pitchard remain with the company and were working creative. Um, last week, high ups were told Vince would still be available to some degree as he transitions away from the company. <laughs> I think that transition period may last quite a long time, knowing Vince. If you watch Raw, then maybe not. <laughs> I've not, not seen it. I did see Fury got battered for a whole hour, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm not opposed to. Uh, there was a talent meeting before Raw. Uh, Triple H read the meeting and promised the talent transparency that some of them don't feel has existed under the previous regime. He also said he wants open lines of communication between himself and talent. Waiting for the hours, the opportunity to maybe speak to Vince McMahon had become commonplace uh, with FaceTime of him dwindling. We were also told that Triple H said he wants work to be fun. Yes, um, that was the bit that got me excited was when he was like, it's going to be fun. And I was like, it, it's work. But again, you're getting paid to muck about. <laughs> and you're like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's... Well, when you're performing, like you you want your people to have fun. Yeah. Gonna be, it, it, it's going to show in, through. It's infectious. Yeah, that's yes. the thing. It's it's watching NXT last week. Uh, Roddy Strong comes out looking like he's doing an Al Qaeda fucking video. Like he looks like he <laughs> does well. not want to be there. Do yeah, and he doesn't and want he, to be there. He's asked, he's asked to leave a couple of times. Well, he might want to hang around now. He might want to now. Yeah, he might might be different now. But the commentators are after. not having Vince in your ear for the first time <laughs> ever. Yeah. <laughs> Used to shout and shout all sorts, didn't he? And yeah, you hear Renee, well, talk, Renee talking about it. Well, that was the yep. when um, Sasha and um, Naomi left, wasn't it? And it was like down the earpiece was say it's unprofessional, and yeah, it's not, it's not really, is it? You, it's, I mean, there'll be some Burke still doing it, but yeah, it won't be some jumped up fucking shaved orangutan looking fuck, will it? <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, so we had another report from Fightful saying many former WWE talent feel they still be there to point to being in control earlier. Yeah, possibly. No, no, I mean, some of them are quite... Um, so there's a bunch of NXT talent that say they don't believe they've been released or would or would be released when they were released. But yeah. some some have said like they weren't being utilised or progressing fast enough before they were cut. And yeah. at some point, someone has to be cut. So it wouldn't be realistic to say it wouldn't have been me just because the person who hired me had more power. But, you know, maybe they would have got more of a chance. We had some interesting stuff though, about um, one former NXT talent um, who we've also just said we think is probably Adam Cole. So they felt an incredible sense of sense of loyalty to Triple H. Uh, and had he been the person managing their creative future, things could have been much different. Their talent and other talent ended up in AEW, so they had no confidence in being creatively satisfied on the main roster. One said, I'm glad I went to AEW. I was graduating to a Triple H led SmackDown or Raw. I probably would have resigned with WWE, resigned with WWE before my deal was up. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Do you remember the black and gold NXT? Yeah. I was kind of hoping they'd just go back to it this week like, without... No, <laughs> no. No, 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 no. They're going back. No, I know. It's not, real, it's not realistic. People are really digging this bizarre fever dream that is NXT <laughs> 2.0. Uh, um, I enjoy that, the front row seem to love it. Like, all the neckbeards and stuff, they're really digging it, but... I mean, this I, week. This week one was particularly weak. I don't for... watch it. I enjoy entitled wrestling podcasts uh, review of it. 
but I, again, but I don't think that's anything to do with it. Really, I think it's the best way to watch the uh, NXT spot is to listen to that because <laughs> it makes about as much sense as the show does itself. It's just yeah. very disjointed and stuff done in really roundabout ways, and they'll have a match introduction, like people, one person will come down the ramp, and then they'll cut to a two-minute promo. And then the other person will come out, and that other person's been sat in the ring for two minutes, waving. And it, it, it's just bizarre. <laughs> like, it's really weird. I was about to try and name other things mentioned in the review show, but I honestly can't remember anything about NXT. I mostly just remember pegs on the face. Pegs on faces, where yeah. it's at. Yeah. yeah. Lead with your strengths. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another top three agent uh, has several options available to him so that both Triple H and Stephanie McMahon being in their positions greatly increase the possibility of them eventually heading back to the company I mean I could see a lot of people possibly when their AEW contracts are up going if it if he manages to turn it around if the damage hasn't been done yeah because he's still got to replenish that main roster and there's nobody in NXT ready to go up to main roster in my eyes <laughs> that's my understanding of the situation as well Bron, um, Bron Breaker probably but then they'll have no one in it's all the people that got sacked so Vince could post massive quarterly profits and have a dick measuring exercise Yeah, they got snapped up by other places and they're on yeah. contracts for a year, two years whatever, so they're going to be bereft And I mean what was he called um, Charlie Bordeaux or whatever that was supposed to be the next big thing Oh, he got he got released. He got released, and he was in. He's done the dark. He's done an AW dark. Yeah, Parker Bordeaux. That was his name. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even the talent they were building that because if you weren't improved in six months, you were gone. That was it, wasn't it? Yeah, that's that's supposedly what they're doing every six months as a review, and if they're not improving, not improving fast enough, you're in trouble. You can't work under that pressure. That's that's when accidents happen. That's when silly mistakes get made because people yep. are too busy trying to rush things through without being. He's, he's gone now, so well as gone as he's going to get. Yeah, well, whispering, whispering, Stephanie into H is here the entire time, like some particularly disturbing version of Gollum. <laughs> he's got the right leg muscles. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, there's also some stories coming out about WWE Creative since Vince announced this retirement. People are feeling a bit more able to speak freely to, to the press about this kind of thing. Fightful said that uh, many of in the creative process effectively needed to filter Vince, Vince themselves in a way. So assistants often have to know what not, not to write for Vince McMahon when taking notes for him. It ranged from Vince saying things that would appear insensitive or offensive to, oh God, what do you just say moments, all the way to simple kayfabe things as well. Some of the stories, including McMahon constantly calling people the wrong names or using terms that weren't socially acceptable, and that even he himself would never allowed on TV. Well done, boss. Racist granddad, then, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Um, when asking people what they're working in creative, what they expect to change Triple H, one specifically said, Recall of what we have and haven't done repeatedly. There were so many things Vince insisted on doing that I'm pretty sure I didn't remember doing over and over again, even when people would tell him. <laughs> Which that explains the constant rematches, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, this would be really good. No, it happened last week, Danny Vince. No, it didn't. And if you, do, if you say otherwise, I'll fire you. But we have footage. <laughs> Lies. Which is trickery? <laughs> I mean, I'm excited because like, I, I don't want WWE to fail because, you know, it's it's been there forever. It's it's a big part of everyone's you know childhood and, and stuff, but it just became unwatchable. Yeah, but this is... I'm not prepared to give five hours of my week to watch yeah. it. Exactly. This is the first, first show I've watched in months. I just basically watch pay-per-views now. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I know bits. I read what's happened. Yeah, but you can watch the pay-per-views but... and know what's happened because there's a 20-minute promo package before the match as well. Yeah. So... 
And this is Triple H good... years ago as well. He'd, he'd be open to working with other companies if it benefited WWE. I mean, at this point, why don't they all just get into a big greasy hot tub together? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. To be fair, I don't, it, I don't it, see that it, happening it, for a long time. But not until possible. Vince, not until Vince is dead in the fucking ground and they put a stake through his heart, so he can't come back. <laughs> yeah. One of those iron cages over his fucking tomb. Jericho already talked about it this week. Huh? I mean, that'd it be, would be... That'd he be said it would be hard. It's about the crazy things that have happened. No, it seems more possible now. New Japan. Like, no one thought that was ever going to happen. There's enough people, AEW people and stuff, who still have clout in WWE sort of stuff, that it wouldn't be... I don't think it would be that difficult to, to, to do it. But it's what the old man says, isn't it? Yep. Jericho's I mean, still got good foot in there. Moxley, for all his hatred of it, never, like, said... Didn't he say the only way he'd go back is if Vince retired and yeah. Triple H was in charge of great? Yeah, but there's, like I said, uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's a, I mean, Adam Cole. Adam Cole was ready to go to main roster. <laughs> yeah, he he's didn't seem to want to go almost. He was just like, he, he tried kind of thing. He, he, yeah, he, that he, last, went to, that, he went to a bunch of talks to try and get them some last, sort of... Them last three weeks of, of stuff was just like him desperately going, look, here's what's going to happen if you don't, and them going, la 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 la, can't hear you. Please give me something to do. You can yeah. be Keith Lee's manager. <laughs> what? Cut, oh. cut your hair and we're going to call you Shambosi Dreamtime. No. <laughs> it, uh, but yeah, uh, Malachi Black, like, comes out, attacks uh No, Big no, e. like, was in thingy. Big E! Like, I know they left under bad, you know, oh, by the way, you, you're getting the phone call and then you're gone. Mm-hmm. But the, the, I don't think like a lot of people still love it because it's, it's fucking WrestleMania, isn't it? You know, it's it's yeah. a big thing, and even a headline that is they were they were fucking Survivor Series of New that Japan, is. WWE, AEW, uh, I don't know, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Ring of Honor. But you know, you could do it. You could have that, and that would be like you would just make all the money. Yep. Outrageous. It, it's a because you've still got the platform. WWE's still got the platform as well. Yeah, like in terms still of still got the reach. network. I think that then becomes the, lead, the 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 bit, isn't it? Is like who owns the rights to it and who can show what and stuff like that. And I guess, yeah, there's all sorts of politics involving who wins the matches and what. But I still love to see it one day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think possibly within, especially your lifetime, maybe not mine, but it'll happen. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. And in general, shorter term, this is a good thing for wrestling. Yeah. People having more options. People being able to go back to WWE. Or go- I at least watch Raw, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a big deal. Don't know what three, I said. Yeah, three, three hours I, of your life. I hope Cody got it written in his contract that he was going to win everything, because Daddy Vince ain't there now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Seth Rollins is uh, Triple H's boy. Well, Champa as well. Champa's there, isn't he? Bring back Stardust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H just goes on a punishment run now. Very real, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it feels like vindicate vindication in a way, but also, yeah, I don't want to see people being bullied unnecessarily unless it's Austin Theory. No, because you were saying you wanted to make a splash at SummerSlam as his first pay per view, but you also didn't want to like do stuff that made no sense. Just jazz just it, the yeah. whole thing up. Yeah, well, he's had no so, time to build anything. So he's no, to build what's there, right? And no, I mean, he's, he's I use SummerSlam to build stuff, isn't it? Start yeah. your feuds there. Yeah, yeah. But he's already not... done this thing tonight with Seth, so eh, it's... it's made me excited for WWE. I mean, I think he's going to... I don't think we're going to see it in NXT anytime soon. I think he's going to be trying to write the, the, the main ship first, isn't he? Yeah. Before he goes looking after the tugboat. That's Shawn Michaels now, then, isn't he? Yes. Again, it's just what 
they going to do with it? Because it's what the networks want, isn't it? Because mm. NXT wasn't TV 15. No. No. NXT is tricky, I think, as well, because we need to... I love black and gold NXT, but it's, it wasn't a good developmental for main roster. No. So, it became its own thing, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, but when its but, original idea was to be... Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I was more than happy for it to be a third brand and not be developmental anymore. And then, uh, then do pick up some other developmental yeah. type thing. But that's not what we've done. But at the same time, it doesn't seem like it's very watchable as a TV show. So. If you're just watching people who then disappear and come back as someone else. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a it's a grey area and let's hope that they can they can paint it in. Hopefully. Um what else we got? Oh yeah, apparently Vince also said that Shane McMahon would never get another pop in WWE as long as as long as I'm around. <laughs> True <laughs> to his word. Yeah. The dampest man in wrestling is coming back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Triple H's first move. Ah, <laughs> Shane O'Mac and a big roller kitchen roll. <laughs> Shane versus Brock. Yeah. <laughs> Brock just puts like him into that. the sun. <laughs> Fives him and he never comes. Oh, Christ. Was that the last rumble with Shane? Yeah. 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 God, that feels like a lifetime ago, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> it's only January, but yeah, six months. Again. A lot's changed. <laughs> as we as we found out today, isn't it? Like a year is infinite time and also no time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I think that's all I've got the main things of Vince so far. Anything else anyone would like to oh, add to Mets. this saga? I'm not more next week. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure there'll be, it'll be okay. like a week, weekly update. There's more shame and scandal comes out. There were a new when he when he tweeted last week. It was like something's coming out, not some of that money. Yeah, yeah. It just feels, as I said, it kind of feels like getting someone for tax evasion when they when they're murdering people. But yeah, I'm glad he's gone because fuck him basically. Uh, so yeah, moving on. NXT premium live events take place the same day as AW All Out. This seems like a bad one. Can't be the day before because it's Clash of Champion. Yep. Clash of, uh, no, Clash of Castle. Clash of the Castle. But yeah. Uh, so is that is it going to be in the UK then, or is it? Have we said that's that? That's what I don't. That's what I don't know. Hmm. Okay, I missed that part. September uh, the fourth, or Because I got Clash come home, and then it's all well, out the next day. There's Heat Wave in three weeks, which is one of their weird in your yeah. house style things. So I mean, I don't know. Like, why start this shit again? Turns out Triple H really hates AEW. <laughs> yeah, because they've got all his lads. <laughs> yeah. That's why. The sooner he knocks, he destroys AEW, the sooner he gets Cole back. <laughs> he, he really loves Cole. I mean, it might just be to test the waters and see what the split's like, isn't it? And see what works and what doesn't. And you get those graphs of when people are watching and when they're not watching and shit like that. And then you know what's what's working. It could just be a, a test the waters. Right. Or just date availability thing. All that. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of possibilities. I, I'd hate to think it was just out of sheer maliciousness. So I reckon <laughs> they want it on the same weekend as Clash because it's a big weekend for them. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not going to put it on the same night. As... Oh, well, they did it for Mainly, didn't they? They had like NXT during the day. Yeah. They did, yeah. And then Mainly. Oh, could they be. Could, so could have done that. I never got around to watching it because of that. It's probably a bad idea. I mean, Mania's, yeah, Mania's fucking six hours, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I've already I've watched a, what, a lot of wrestling this week. We'll get to that, and I'm a bit wrestled mm-hmm. out. <laughs> uh, WWE also announced that uh, Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia is hosting WrestleMania 40 uh, Saturday, April 6th, and Sunday, April 7th, 2024. Okay, That's way off. Um, it's confirmed as well, but the Briscoes are signed with Ring of Honor. I mean, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Well, all the media said before they didn't want the Briscoes on AEW, on AEW. So technically, Tony can't, Tony can't just like, oh, I've got a different promotion. 
Do you want to jump on this? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think they're, yeah, they're, they're Ring of Honor lads. No, they always have been. It makes sense. It's just, they like, don't need to bring everyone up to AEW. I guess I said, there must be some plans for a TV show or something. Then I said this is that this is the problem with after um, Death Before Dishonor is that now what do we do? Like yeah, you had a, you had a, a, a good pay per view there, and then there's nothing until the next one. And yeah, so you can't continue stuff. And it, it, I know we're doing we're doing some stuff on dark, but I ain't got time to dark at the minute. No, <laughs> no, nobody has. Uh, even though there has been some absolute crackers on there. There has been some very good stuff, and um, Pac's still defending the. Pac's just going fighting around the world, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's turning up on dark. It's worth watching if you get time. But yeah, I'm not a time, time for those. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, just keep Ring of Honor its own separate thing because it's a different, it's a different beast anyway, isn't it? Yeah, like in, in just the whole thing, it doesn't need that. I don't want to say razzmatazz because I'm, no, not, it's, a, it's I'm not a stage thing. director. It's got kind of its own vibe, its own history, its own, own vibe, its own yeah. set of rules. Yeah, the whole Code of Honor thing, the pure pure rules matches, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah but it needs it just needs a show. It needs something. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we also find out that Cole Carter was working under an AW deal according to Fightful Select. Um, this is the guy who was um, what, Ricky, Ricky Starks, the FTW title on July 20th. Oh, right. The one who was um, Troy Donovan on NXT. Yes. Yeah. Like, literally written, kicked out of NXT, what, three weeks ago? And he's... Yeah, he um, was part of Tony D'Angelo's family. Because that's why when he was introduced, he went, oh, I thought you were sleeping with the fishes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I knew they'd written him off in a he's sleeping with the fishes way. But yeah. Yeah. Apparently, before he signed with NXT, he'd been on several episodes of Dark when it was stuck in Jacksonville, the pandemic. I said, I thought I'd seen him. But again, that, that feels like several lifetimes ago now. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so now I've uh, done a few quick stories. Now we've got another, another big one. Not as big as the last one, but like still, still big. Jonathan Gresham asked for his AEW Ring of Honor release. Bom, bom, bom. Yeah. Um, what's that, sorry? I'm not surprised. You're not surprised. Is no. this from before the show or after the show? Um, both, if you if you take into account that, that article that interview did was before the show. Okay, I read that after the show. Yeah, fair point. But it, it was it was yeah, it was done before the show. Yeah. Um yeah, and then I had a private conversation with Butcher because I was like, what, you, what are your thoughts? And he went off, and I agreed with everything he said. He was fuming. Okay. We need Butcher here. Butcher, <laughs> come back. <laughs> yeah, but all that <laughs> stuff in his garage and everything, and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Say your bit. <laughs> Say your bit. Uh, well, uh, oh, yeah, okay, uh, fine. Um, so he cited a lack of communication between the company and Gresham leading up to the weekend, and Gresham was said to felt disrespected by this. The lack of time for the world title match was a tipping point. The frustration on Gresham's part seemed to be the direction of creative, which ultimately ends with Tony Khan. And not being able to be given answers as a result, Gresham was supposedly told that these decisions had to be ran through Tony, who he wasn't able to meet until a few hours before the show. He finally got a, show, a meeting before the show and was said to communicate the frustration and led to him cussing out Khan, and that's confirmed by several sources. We were able to get several sources because... How can I put it? I mean, I think I said it was told there was meant to be a private conversation, and it was, but people could hear it after a while, despite it being a different room. Yeah. Yeah. It was voices heated. were raised. Heated, yes. Um it said the AW side of things with aggression came into the meeting of his mind made up, and they'd not seen him heated like that before. Uh for chalking up to Gresham being passionate about his beliefs in the Ring of Honor, the brand and himself. Um nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean he's clearly being a big 
always been a big supporter of Ring of Honor, right? He's, he was champion over the hiatus. He was defending it out in Impact. He was defending it worldwide, right? He was turning yeah, up in he, progress. And sorry, stuff. in progress. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was to keep the Ring of Honor brand going. And I guess the thing is, it, it was clearly about to disappear, and someone bought it. But what they're turning it into is not Ring of Honor to him anymore. I guess. Yeah, him. I mean, they're not. You know, it's just not working the same as it used to. Yeah, tell somebody wasn't right on AEW. It's like all of a sudden he was with Tully. He's all of a sudden he's a heel. And then on Death Before Dishonor, Tully had been bought out, and then he came out with no one that he was meant to be aligned with. It was like, oh, yeah. Well, it's a bit about Tully. Tully no showed, didn't he? Yeah, Mm. supposedly he didn't appear. He was it Prince Nana was believed to. Yeah, he acquired the group. His um, what's it called? Enterprise, that's it. Um, Engage. <laughs> so he, he was not at the show, and there's mixed messages whether he missed his travel or there's confusion about his travel. Um, Fightful say we're told that Blanchard's prison ministry group was cited as the reason he wasn't there. I have no what? idea what that means. <laughs> Is he in the ministry or the prison? Uh, no, he goes into prison and performs in a ministry tribute band. <laughs> Prisoners love it. That's, uh, now my, that's now my canon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he. Um, I'm assuming it's he goes and like preaches in in yeah. in churches and like God will God will love you even if nobody else does. It's how they get you at your lowest. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, no, just no show the event, and he's effectively gone from the company. Aren't we? That's it. Fair enough. Um, well, Gresham uh, said in his interview that he he'd met Tony, and it was short, and I mean short, very short. And he said, <laughs> he was like, we didn't say much. Um, I'll read you word for word what Butcher said. Just think, taking the title of Gresham is a really shitty decision. The guy's carried the company on his back for the last three years. Now it's getting more high-profile attention is being replaced. I hope they have something for him going forward. Obviously, this was before the news. Um, I think I just don't like how all the titles by the trios have been the space of two TK-era shows being taken off Ring of Honor guys and put on AEW-centric people. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah Joe, Claudio, Rx, Ring of Honor, and their big names, I get that, but I don't know. I just feel Gresham has been done dirty. Yeah. I mean, I can absolutely understand if you're a fan of Ring of Honor and you watched um, the last show where all the titles are put on AEW people. Part of me feels like it's probably just practical, as in, like, you have people signed, you have people not signed. How you can defend those titles on a weekly show mm-hmm. to keep them in people's minds if the, if the ring of honor they're just not going to be defending because there's no weekly show to put them well, on. there wasn't even ring but, of honor. they weren't even signed to ring of honor whatever ring of honor was because that was gone yeah because it didn't exist did it so they were just and i don't know people for good, i mean you know, i don't for, for good I, historical reasons they don't want titles think, on people that aren't signed right question <laughs> sounded, sounded dumb with wrestling in the interview he was like everyone's yeah. just the same he said everyone's a hybrid he said you've got people diving doing suicide dives you shouldn't be doing suicide dives and everyone's yeah. just a mix of something you say it doesn't matter what company you watch yeah the presentation's different it's like what you're seeing is the same yeah okay, yeah, um, yeah no. on the most and he's like that's why he wants to be a technical wrestler that's his thing you don't want to be a technical wrestler and a high flyer and someone who's a submission specialist and someone who's that which is what he so said that's what's happening now mm-hmm. I mean yeah, reading that interview back of what we now know, it, it just sounds kind of, what's the word, like hopeless almost? He sounds so checked mm-hmm. out with it. Yeah, he's disenfranchised. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it's not, because he's a fucking great wrestler. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully he, he finds what it is he's looking for somewhere, because it would be a shame. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, he's had offers from Japan, Impact, 
I mean, he signed with, Ring, with AW slash Ring of Honor because he loves well, Ring of Honor. There's no guarantee that he's going to be granted his release, though, is it? No, it's not. It has, we don't know about that yet. I'd, you'd be a shit Nazi, wouldn't you? Yeah, I really hope that... I would think... learn, yeah. Gresham and MJF. Yeah. Ooh. Remember mm. MJF? <laughs> Who? Paul, Paul, Paul mentioned it, right? It's like well over a month now. Just yeah, I saw like... the MJF to WWE rumors uh, seem a bit more viable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when he's rebranded as uh, Kenneth Tuxedo. Sure. <laughs> you know, and he's, uh, he's, he's Riddle's manager. Um, sorry, I'll finish this bit off. Can we? Oh yeah, so Gresham was said to have a vision for his creative direction and it was different from what Tony Khan and Ring of Honor wanted for him. Gresham wasn't in favour of turning heel and the Ring of Honor believed there was a bigger picture for that. But we didn't tell him what that bigger picture was by the sound of it. Awful. Um, Gresham also said he was done with wrestling for the foreseeable future after this month. Yeah, I mean, just take some time away. Mm-hmm. He's deleted the Twitter account for his Terminus promotion as well. Yeah, that's it. Well, there's nothing... I don't know. There's nothing to say officially if it's done or anything. He also deleted his own Twitter, so... Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yeah, good fun. Uh, what else we got? We've done Tolly. Uh, we found out... Sorry? Max Dupree. I didn't know that. Max Dupree, yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, Max Dupree, LA Knight, whatever you would call him, <laughs> he's running people the wrong way and wasn't fitting in, and so no one could be part of Max and male models. I assume this is a faction. I don't know what this is. Apparently, yeah. It's got some male models who come out and do that catwalk. It's got it's got one of the T Bar Wanker people from um Retribution. How dare it. you? Mace. Yeah, probably Mace. Mace. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, um man has taken a particular interest in in the maximum male models angle. It's all his idea and suddenly it all makes more sense. <laughs> <Shocker>. <laughs> Apparently, once all indicated he'd ruffled some feathers of a couple of scripts and that he had challenged what some of the writers had come up with. Another result indicated the best thing that could possibly happen to Max Dupree was Vince McMahon retiring because he just still has some put- some supporters in WWE but enjoy his work. Hmm. Uh, oh, Titus O'Neil confirmed he's not retired. Okay. And he fully plans to return to the ring one day. Um, as WWE source said he's confirmed he's not on that active roster. He hasn't put a timetable in for his return, but said he would discuss it with WWE when he feels like time is right. At the minute, he's embraced his role as a global ambassador. Slash. Crass. Sure. He's an A-plus uh, human. He is. He's a, he's a great guy. Pity he was wheeled out to do that. Mm. Apology thing, whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, and that's it, didn't it. Work. didn't work, did it? It did not work. <laughs> Uh, Riddle versus Seth Rollins is off SummerSlam, as we mentioned earlier, due to an injury to Riddle. Fightful selects are pretty convinced it's a kayfabe injury, and it's due to creative adjustments. Possibly you're going to be at Clash the Castle instead. So you might get Seth, Ellis. I want to sing his song, just sent a video to the group as we all went off air. Like, <laughs> everyone's just singing his song as he walks off. Have you seen, I got back to the car record and pop, I was like, have you seen Seth's tweet about this? So no, have you seen it? Nope. So for anyone who purchased a ticket to SummerSlam, open to see me in action, I apologise. I did everything I could over the last six months to earn my spot on this show. Because he's like Mr. SummerSlam, isn't he? Mm. Um, but some things are out of my control. Thank you for always singing my song. They'll hear you someday. Aw, that's going to be crying it. That's good. You fucking murdered him on Raw, though. It was brilliant. <laughs> did you watch that stomp? I saw the stomp on Riddle. It, it looked <laughs> horrific. I was like, oh. I was like, he's legit killed a guy. Like, I... That's and then it. I was like, oh, it's Riddle. It's fine. It's, Carry it's on. Fine. Put, put, put That's theory on there. Let's get all the sex pests stomped today. <laughs> uh, good news. Brian Danielson will wrestle his first match in nearly two months. 
Uh, Dynamite TLB. Dynamite tonight, yeah. Bryan announced during San Diego Comic-Con that he will face the Jericho Appreciation, Jericho Appreciation Society's Daniel Garcia and will promise to kick his fucking head in. <laughs> uh, and that Bye. is the end of the news section, thank God. You're going to need a bigger boat. Uh, I still got to talk because now there's shark facts. Uh, bull sharks, the large stout sharks found in both salt and fresh water, they were blamed for a series of attacks on uh, the coast of New, Z- New Jersey in 1916, which apparently serves as inspiration for the book Jaws and later the film Jaws. Uh, between July 1st and July 12th, 1916, four people were killed and one injured. The incident occurred during a deadly summer heat wave and uh, a polio de- epidemic in the United States that drove thousands of people to the seaside resorts. Hmm. Led to a wave of panic and led to shark hunts aimed at eradicating the population of man-eating sharks, protecting and protecting the economies of New, Zer- New Jersey's seaside communities. Uh, and resort towns even enclosed their public beaches with steel nets to protect swimmers. <sighs> Idiot. It does say as well, scientific knowledge about sharks before 1916 was based on conjecture and speculation. The attacks forced marine biologists to reassess common beliefs about the abilities of sharks and the nature of shark attacks. So before that, they just went, yeah, we don't know what it is that's doing it. Yeah, there's a lot of Neptune like is angry. It, it just, yeah, basically, <laughs> they're just like, hmm. Mm, have you made an offering to Poseidon recently? Well, that's why you're getting dragged into the water there. <laughs> yep. Uh, dolphins invented Valentine's Day. And so it's your fault you have to spend all that money every year. <laughs> Start with the G1, because that's oh been the God. most ongoing one, hasn't it? <laughs> Unless you'd like a break. So you don't develop nodules. It's all right. G1 Climax, night to night four. Initially started with Zack Sabre Jr. and Alan Hanale. It's, uh, you know, Alan Hanale hitting him very hard and Zack trying to do technical stuff. Eventually, he counters the Streets of Rage into an Achilles hold and Hanale taps after being punched in the head after a lot. (laughs) Uh, Yoshihashi and Shingo... Um, this one's a bit crazy. There's a lot of uh, massive superplexes, and Yoshihashi kicks out of Made in Japan, which seems unexpected. At one point, Yoshihashi hits his finisher, but he can't follow up because his leg got trapped under Shingo. I'm not sure that was meant to happen. Um, uh, Shingo finally kicks out the finisher and wins with a surprise roll up. We're getting a lot of surprise roll ups and oh. finishes in this one. Uh, Toyana versus Okada. It's a standard Toriano match. He's trying to do all the cheating. He's trying to like choke him with his jacket and, you know, he's pulling stuff out of his uh, tape and stuff to try and tie his hands together. He's moving turnbuckle pads. Uh, eventually, Okada knows the low blow attempt is coming, grabs his hand and puts him in a money clip and he taps. Yeah. Uh, finally, the main event, the night four was Ishii versus Jay White. This is a kind of a grudge match because Ishii has beaten Jay several times in the past, including several G1s and I think the US title last year. Um, Jay is very much like, I'm going to do it myself. So he puts Gato outside the barricades, sitting on a chair for no interference. This lasts about five minutes. Admittedly, he doesn't get up from the chair. He just launches another chair at Ishii's head, <laughs> which I, you know, full marks for creativity. Um but the ref's kind of onto this. So at one point, uh, Jay's got him pinned in the ring and the ref refuses to count the pin because he's making sure the apron's sorted. I'm like, I can't disqualify you, but I won't count the pin until like five seconds later. Uh, basically, they just batter the shit out of each other. Eventually, Jay hits a massive lariat and a Blade Runner for the win. 
that's night one. There are three more nights. It's been, I've watched a lot of wrestling. Yeah, I know the feeling. Uh, uh, night five, El Fantasmo and Yujiro Takahashi. This starts with the Tokyo pimp, Yujiro Takahashi, trying to sell his female valet to, to El Fantasmo for the pin. It's not in great taste. <laughs> No, that's bad. That's a bad thing. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't great. Uh, yeah. El Fantasmo eventually wins with a super kick, dives on show because he's UJS part of the House of Torture, and Show's getting involved and uh, gets to win. Taichi and Sonata. Taichi, the commentators are making a big point with Taichi's the most hated man in, in New Japan, and now he's the entire crowd's behind him. Sonata finally wins this with a crazy roll-up thing. Again, another roll-up. It's not, it's not just a cheeky roll-up, but it's like some sort of technical pin. Okay. But he's clutching, he's clutching his eye socket at the end. He broke his eye oh. socket a while back. So he's sort of selling that. I suspect we're going to get more some Sonada losses on the eye. Based on eye crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Cobb versus Bad Luck Farley. It's just a big, two big men hitting each other. Just doing big men stuff. At one point, Farley is literally surfing on Cobb. <laughs> Which made me laugh. Um, Cobb's on the back foot for most of this, but kind of hits a brain buster and I think tore the islands to get the win. And Tanahashi versus Naito is the main event. Naito at one point, starting a match, has him in a submission on the outside and throws Tanahashi back in to avoid a count-out victory. Hmm. Which was a choice. A choice he's going to regret. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people doing that in this one. In the G1 at the minute, and be like, "No, I don't want to win like this," and then then they lose. Um, there's some cool moments. Uh, Tana counters the top rounder into a pin, hits a trio of, sing- of uh, sling blades, but Naito avoids the high fly high fly flow. Uh, Naito basically slaps the shit out of him, but Tana gets inside cradle for the win. And Naito hasn't won yet; he is last in the block. Uh, night six: Okan and Chase Owens. Basic Chase Owens throws some powder on his face, as we all know, that immediately debilitates all wrestlers because they're weak to that. Yeah, it's the um, one weakness. That's before the bell. Uh, he gets battered for basically the entire match, uh, but manages to hit him, hit Great O'Connor, package power driver for the win. We unfortunately get our first evil match as well of a G1. <laughs> Don't be so mean. No, like, well, evil's a good wrestler. I like evil. He's, he's just. Oh, just the the way they cheat is always the same way, and it's really boring. What was it someone said this week? It was like, uh, evil doesn't need to cheat. He always cheats. Um, and that's just his thing, is that like he doesn't need to cheat, but he just does he's just a shit and will cheat yeah. even when he doesn't need to. I was like, I can I can deal with that. I'd be more up for it he was cheating in new and interesting ways, but it's usually just uh just Dick Togo removing the corner pads and throwing weapons in and yeah. getting boring. In this case, um, uh, the lights go out at one point, and evil comes back. An evil strangling, strangling Kento with a t-shirt. At one point, they're just straight up hitting each other with chairs on the outside. I'm not really, I'm not sure when this became a street fight, but it did. The ref's just like, "Yeah, I see no problem with this." Um, and then Dick Tobo stops Kento getting back in the ring for another count out. Oh, so we've got roll ups and count outs. Yeah, it's a few. Mm. Uh, Lance Archer and Tom Lawler. Lance just straight up tries to murder a dude, <laughs> as is his will. Yeah, hits him with a blackout for the win. The main event was David Finlay and Juice Robinson. This I was not fussed about at the start, but this really dragged me in, dragged me into it. It's former tag team partners Finjuice. They wrestled in Impact. They wrestled in New Japan, and they tell a really good story in this match. Starts with Juice just showing no mercy. He's the one that's joined Bullet Club. 
brutalizing Finlay, arm bars, smashing him on the railings. At some point, something happens. Finlay comes back to life and just responds in kind. Juice is begging for mercy. Um, he's attacking Juice's previously broken hand. At one point, you can hear uh, Juice yelling, I'm sorry. And Finlay's just like, no, you're not. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, there's a lot of finisher kicks out, kicking out, um, near falls. Uh, Juice gets his foot on the ropes after, after sort of a top, over-the-top stunner, stunner from a turnbuckle. Okay. Um, at one point, Finlay, uh, David Finlay dives over the ropes and he straight up to get punched in the head on the way down. It looks horrible. And then at one, earlier, the, the floor had been exposed. He got a power driver on there. Juice grabs him back in the ring to finish it. Finlay lands on his feet from the rock, from the rock side. Juice grabs the... Um, Pardon me. Uh, the ref gets taken out in the chaos. Juice grabs the belt. Dave Finley avoids the belt hit, hits him with, a, with some sort of bat he had, <laughs> pins him, pulls him up, pulls his shoulder up to avoid the pin at the two count, and then hits like nah, hits him with his finisher and then pins him. That's classic knobhead way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm didn't I really thought Juice was gonna win that, but it was it was a good redemption story. I enjoyed it. Final night. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Osprey and Joe Takahashi um, this was fine Osprey wins by eventually basically throwing up in the air and punching him in the head and hitting him with a hidden blade To Yano and Bad Luck Fale Yano's takes a seat on the outside yelling at him to come out calling him a chicken basically he wants another count out of victory Fale refuses to come out and gets his own chair set up in the ring and just sits there and waits <laughs> Uh, eventually Tomian has to run back in um, after finally he throws him around for a while he gets a roll up for the win uh, Aaron Hanare and Hoki Goto just beat the crap out of each other it's just people punching each other in the head for a while it's good I enjoyed it uh, and finally Ishii versus Tamatonga going strike to strike with Ishii is a bad idea it's like punching a fridge <laughs> a man's uh, hench I believe is the phrase <laughs> I don't know man uh, sorry <laughs> carry on um Tamatonga's on top for a lot of this. He finally, but he can't get the gun stun. He keeps counting it into backdrop suplexes and all sorts. Uh, Tamatonga goes another gun stun, gets hit by a TKO, and Ishii gets the win. And that yeah. that is all the G1 so far. That's I'm actually a lot. Up to date, I have <laughs> watched well, a the, lot of wrestling. That's a lot, yeah. Man. Well done. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's good, <laughs> but I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I get you. It's, it's a lot of stuff there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You want to move on to Dynamite? Yeah. Uh, opening match, yeah. we had Darby Allen. Darby, yeah. Darby, Darby Allen being absolutely murdered by Brody King. Uh, things I've never seen a man do to another man. <laughs> <laughs> Spin him round a ring by his underpants. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, just fucking murder, wasn't it, really? There was never a chance in hell. Yeah. I would have latched on to the choking him out on the ropes thing. Like, We're going to do this forever now. Yep, that's fine. Well, I think Brody King said that, didn't he? Like, he put thing on Twitter saying, we're, we're destined to do this forever. What, choke him on the road. Well, just, 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 just fight. Because I think it was it at Comic Con this weekend. Oh, Darby yeah. Allen was on a panel and they just came out and just done a murder on him. Yeah. <laughs> there's that. Uh, Sting comes out. Sting gets black sick on his face. We're going to get evil Sting. Kind of hope so. I'm intrigued by evil Sting. It'd be good. I like it. Uh, and Miro, yeah. Miro comes out at the end and everyone shits their pants, quite justifiably, too, because Miro's a fucking maniac. <laughs> it's like, will he join them or fight them? Or both. It could be either. He'd fight them all together with one hand behind his back, wouldn't he? He's not, you know, he's, yeah. got, God, he's got God or not God on his side. Yeah. It's not clear. 
Uh, what else do we have? Best friends and Mox, Mox and Wheeler. That was a lot of fun. Um, Regal on commentary is a delight. Uh, it's the best thing. Yeah. Would you like to hold my hand, young man? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the fact that uh, you uh, pinned um, Chuck with a pin that he taught him was some nice uh, nice little bits and pieces there. Oh, I hadn't picked up on that. Very good. Uh, it's it's no. one of the few things Cassidy says on commentary. No, he said oh. it and threw his headset down. Yeah. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm... Um... Oh, what do I say? I must have heard that at all. No, I mean it's there's a lot going on, but it was yeah, good, good fun match. I mean, I'm glad to see best friends doing stuff on TV again now. Yeah, I mean, I like them more, uh, more best friends, please. There was the weird swerve in our glory champion um, like celebration thing that always involves people getting cake in the face. Don't care for they, that. They, they do love cake in the face. Yeah, and there was like some. I don't know who Kevin Gates is. Oh, he's a rapping man. Okay. That's as much as I know as well. No, that's fine. I, well, I, I don't looked, pretend to be in touch with the popular culture. It looked like he proper clocked him. Though, it looked like was... he did that to knees, yeah. <laughs> uh, which was good or terrible. Uh, <laughs> with the varsity bonds, Christian Cage, Luchasaurus with the return. Uh, with the return of Jungle Boy, yep. Luch- Luchasaurus, it was all a work all along. Or was it? Nobody knows. Depends what colour he comes out in tonight, whether he's green or black, I guess. Yep. Uh, uh, but yeah, Christian Cage doing shit out stuff, making Luchasaurus do all the hard work and then sneaking the pin. Uh, Ricky Starks against Cole Carter, fucking squash match. But uh, he, he was, it was over that quick that Starks wanted another match. Dan House comes out, <laughs> challenges him to a match. Uh, Ricky Starks does a tremendous Dan House impression. <laughs> uh, so we're getting that. But then rolled it back right. and said that he's um, not doing two matches in a night, he'll do it next week. Uh, you can watch it all on television. Don't boo. Yeah, <laughs> tonight, isn't it? Yeah. Um, no, it was it was Shark Week as well last week? Yes, they were all wearing uh, little shark hats, and there was Chompy the shark as well. Mm-hmm. There's an image going on Twitter of Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose in Chompy the shark costume. And as we need to, you know, move move her to being a, a face at some point because she's such a she's much better, is it? Yeah, just yeah. as a goofy goofball. Yeah, yeah, it's quite her, what she is in real life. And then we it was uh, Athena and Willow Nightingale against Jade and Kira Hogan. Lola Grey. Statland on the other side. Yes, yeah, because Stingy couldn't compete. Uh, yeah, because um, it was pretty fun. I enjoyed this. Uh, more Willow Nightingale just pouncing the fuck out of people. Cause yeah. Because it's, it's great. I do love Willow. And you've got a, a pre-made, fresh, out-of-box baby face there in her, aren't you? Like, there's no work that needs to be done. She's, she's getting, just she's just over automatically. Like she's getting a real reaction, like both in AW it, it's and just Ring that of Honor. Overwhelmingly positive fucking thing, isn't yeah. it? It's just yeah. Uh, yeah, more of her. Did you uh did you cry at I'm gonna fight like an eight-year-old girl? Oh mate, weep like a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like an eight. Oh, like an eight-year-old. Yeah. Uncle Dax, Uncle Dax's promo. Um that are they gonna beat the fuck out of the Briscoes? And yeah, it was a good... I was like, where's he going with this story? Why is he telling me about an eight-year-old? And then it was like, oh, it was his daughter. Right. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, they're just yeah, untouchable, aren't they, really? Yep. Just in every which way. 
Uh, barbed wire everywhere. Uh, <laughs> Fucking Eddie Kingston versus Jericho. If you called it a barbed wire match, I wouldn't have been upset. When you call it barbed wire everywhere, yeah, but- I want barbed wire everywhere. I mean, it was on the microphone, and yeah, but it was. But it it was a pretty half-assed everywhere, right? I Never let it be said that AEW don't follow through on gimmick matches. Eh? <laughs> yeah. And it was like, I genuinely laughed uh, when Kingston came out, just grabbed the microphone, beat the fuck out of Jericho, and then yep. just went, then just went, Shark Week to camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yeah. But like the whole thing of them being in a cage and then like Anna Jay come out and help. And it was just all a bit. <sighs> I know it was for like network synergy, but <laughs> still. Yeah. And I was like, are we doing this again though? With like yeah. Jericho and Pete, like. <sighs> Also, like the end bit when Sammy Guevara came in got really sloppy. Why wasn't he in the shark cage? That, why wasn't he in the shark suit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Anna history of wearing um, Anna yeah, Jay. He turns. wasn't. He's not part of the Appreciation Society, is he? He's a. I thought they announced that he was. I think he's like a floating voter. Like sometimes he is. Right. But yeah, it was. The whole ending of it just left me a bit sort of thing cold because he gets Jericho gets the pin, but then Kingston throws him into like the spider's nest, the barbed wire. And I'm like, well, who who am I supposed to be angry for here? And who am I supposed to be sad for? AEW have a real problem where they do blood and guts and they're like, we can continue the feud. You're like, how will you top blood and guts? That's supposed to be it. Isn't it? That's that's as far as it goes. That's the, the end of the, that's it's the <laughs> hell in a cell. It's, there should be nothing beyond that. <clears throat> And yeah. when we said about bad habits being for the innocence, 50-50 booking. 50-50 booking? Ah, it's fucking most blatant. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I was just like, well, no one's come out of this looking good. Jericho's broke his nose, so that was funny. Uh, when he got a chair to the face. But yeah, no, and then it... I was like, either Eddie should have just eaten the pin, or he should have won and thrown him into the thing. I would have liked him to win just so we could move on, please. From cause... this and have something else going on. Like, yeah. I, I didn't have a problem with it, but you do blood and guts. How that and that that particular one was awesome. It was like beautiful violence. How yeah. how do you mm-hmm. how top do you that with a microphone wrapped in barbed wire and some shite? Yeah, I, I don't think it's finished either. No, it's not. No, it's not. We're going to get another one. We're going to get another one. T- technically they're one one in singles. In singles, yeah, yeah. So Kingston won the first one, so there'll be a rubber match. But they've just a whole bunch of shit in between it. Yeah, but and that's just it. You shouldn't like, be escalating. Kingston's better than this. Kingston needs to go off and do his own thing. Jericho should just be. Jericho should be bringing other people up. Yeah, he should be giving other people the rub because that's his job. Well, I think he was like you know, Kingston beat Jericho clean, and that was good. But now we're still doing it several months later. Yeah, yeah. it's if bad. It goes, if it goes to all out, it'll be like eight months plus. Thing going. Oh, I do don't. like long term storytelling, but but not like this. Not, not like when. This. Yeah, but <laughs> no, because the long term storytelling can be subtle and it builds to a crescendo. This is just every week. In every the week, then one of them going, "You're a fool. I'm become. a wizard," and yeah. Eh, don't care for it. Also, Anna J, she's cut off the Dark Order. Seems to have, yeah. So Dark Order's what? Is four it... people now? I've just, it from. Two, yeah. Just BT. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you don't know. <laughs> you know yeah. what Anna did. <laughs> <laughs> I love the shark cage. That's the first rule of Dark Order. <laughs> <laughs> I also uh, liked when they when they couldn't get the cage open and they just slipped through the bars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was always going to be the way, wasn't it? I mean, I never put proper locks on these things people because we learnt nothing from Paul Heyman trying to unlock fucking Roman like two years ago <laughs> oh uh, yeah yeah when he should have been counted out or whatever it was uh, on the ramp rampage uh, hangman page it's John Silver with, I guess Butcher of the Blade 
I really liked the use of the like Silver and Reynolds sort of tag- double team move. Yeah, the fact that they learned that back. Yeah. yeah, but they used it to position in Butcher for the bookshot. Yes, the slight variation on it, and I liked. Again, nothing spectacular, but good opening solid match. Yeah, uh, Claudio Castanoli came out, did a, a sort of promo, but he really shouldn't. I remember. I, I've literally put Claudio does a promo, and that's all I've written. Yeah, I don't it was just remember him anything. Saying, uh, I'm gonna win the thing. Uh, yeah. Um, Dante Martin. Dante Martin against Lee Moriarty was was fun. Cheating ending again, which I think is the second time he's cheated. Possibly, but he didn't take. Um... But he didn't take Stokely's business yeah. card. Uh, and then Matt Seidel was like, "Well, I'll have to beat you," and I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I don't care for this. It, it's not going anywhere. Uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter against some people. Sky Blue and uh, Ashley something. Ashley Ambrose. Sure, why not? Yeah. It, I mean, they were never going to win. It was always a thing. Gave them their first tag team win. And it was, I mean, yeah, I'll watch Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker any any day of the week. Yep. Right. I just realized now, I've not watched this rampage. We get to the uh, the the Marmite moment of this, where it's the rap battle between the acclaimed and the ass boys. Yeah, yeah definitely. I definitely did not really care for this, to be honest. It was fine. I it guess. was funny. It should have been a lot shorter. It descends into a brawl, as it always was going to. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it was there was good lines in there. It made me laugh. But there was a po- Pokemon reference. I'm on board. There was yeah. There was a lot of good stuff in there. But it, you're wasting time. You could have given people more time. Rampage has been a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. I could have uh, not watched any of this really. I mean, I, I don't. Not like, other than the first, I enjoyed the first match. The last match was good. Uh, Jay Lethal uh, against oh, yeah. Mr. Daniels. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. But again didn't really do anything it was just to make Jay lethal you know yeah. heads into when uh, was yeah it's it was solid i mean chris it's actually chris daniel's back doing mad shit as well but it yeah it was a bit of a weird rampage because i think they put all their eggs into the roh basket aren't they and so yeah. it's just like oh here's stuff leading up to that and I'm like, it's not but you've got no ring of honor show so here we are they really need to sort out how they're gonna Deal with Ring of Honor stuff. Yeah. Is, is it is it part of AW or is it its own thing or is it? Yes, I, I know. Mm. Maybe that'll make more sense if they get a TV show or if they if they're not getting a TV. Show, I don't know, but they decide what they're doing because it, it always it felt a bit rushed and also like it took up too much time at the same time. Which I don't yeah. really understand. It's it's neither one thing or the other. Again, yeah. it's, it's this fifty fiftyness of it all. Yeah, uh, TK did another crazy tweet. It was Friday night, and it was the day that Vince was at. <laughs> He's like, I'm now the longest tenured CEO. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't think you are, but okay. Uh, yeah. And did the joke, the Joker Harvey Dent thing from um, Dark Knight. I didn't have a clue what he was talking about, to be honest. Edgy. Uh, <laughs> and then Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Death before dishonor. There was actually quite a lot of wrestling on the pre-show. Colt Cabana was back. Yeah. Colt Cabana's doing stuff. Uh, against uh, Anthony Henry. Wasn't yeah. great, but Colt no. Cabana. Colt Cabana's there. Over as fuck. Always will be. Yep. Uh, Brian Cage and turned up as well as was Will, Night- Will Nightingale was on the pre-show. It's worth yeah, watching. Uh, Willow Nightingale again. Yeah, just uh, I watched the pre-show and I was like, this hasn't convinced me to stay up to watch the rest of it, so I didn't. No, that's true. It wasn't the best buy-in I've ever seen. But there wasn't any wrestling on it. 
No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not, you know, it's better than having fucking yeah, J- JBL sat around a table with fucking Booker T, yes. <laughs> Can't wait for his takes on them. Oh, is Booker, Booker T hedging for a job and all now, is he? <laughs> There's two more matches on the main card than what we predicted as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, there was one, like, Dragon Lee and, Lee and Roosh was mentioned beforehand, but I didn't see it till afterwards. The six-man tag team one, I had no, no idea. idea. No yeah. idea that was happening. Uh, Roosh versus Dragon Lee. I, again, from here on in, it was a good pay-per-view. It's a, well, it was a, I'd say it's a very good pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, After the 10-minute opener. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. And you could tell Gresham was unhappy. Even coming out, just like, he didn't have his mask on, did he? he? Didn't have his gear with him. He was like, "I'm fucking going out, looking at the lights and fuck yous." Yeah. What's really sad is like, like that's clearly a big moment, and it's I'm been very tarnished. Happy for him. Yeah, it has been tarnished, but that's that's not on him. That's on that's on Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was oddly short that match. Uh, I mean, the the fucking it's got to be the, the match of the night is it was again as I if was ever in any doubt it was the FTR versus the Briscoes. Uh, two out oh, of three yeah. falls because fucking what? It was it was great. I don't think it was good as the first one, and it's no, no, I preferred the first one, but and it was a bit too soon after the first one for me. I I try and put my expectations aside, but I don't know. The other one's still reasonably fresh in my mind, so it's yeah. kind of hard it's not not to... that long ago. Yeah, and we have to get a third at some point, don't we? No, for sure. And well, like, I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong. It was a fa- it was fantastic. You always have to get a third, don't you? Two nil. Circles are threes though. Take it off them, and then when they go to ring, when Ring of Honor gets its show, they can take it off them and take it onto the show, can't they? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I preferred the first one as well. But it was just was it about forty-five minutes of I say it a lot, but just absolute insanity. Great, kicked out of the big rig as well. I didn't realize yeah. it was never been kicked out. I know there was a delay because of the ref down. Right yeah, but... good like eight count before the ref got there. But yeah, still good way so to protect, like, still protect move. it. Yeah, and get the first kick out. It's good, clever. I liked it. The finish though made me like wince. I was like, "That is, that is trust." An oh, avalanche package powder. There was a powder, few bits in it. it. Um, there was a doomsday device where Dax just landed on his fucking neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is... But apparently, everyone's fine. They're a bit sore and and, and bruised, but otherwise, a okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and the turnbuckle, the uh, grab off turnbuckle into the table looked brutal. Yeah. I get maybe it's just because they're that good at it that it looks worse than it oh, yeah, is. I, I'm sure it is. But I'm... it also fucking is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um... Legit feel like everyone's trying to work to get Dax to win Wrestler of the Year. <laughs> I would be perfectly happy with that, to be honest. Because he was asked about it in the, in the media scrum after the last AEW, and he's like, oh, nah. But like he was, they were like, well, no, you're like, you're there. <laughs> yeah. You could be tag team match of the year, singles match of the year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, all for it. I mean, if anyone, yeah, you feel, know, he's put, like he's put the fucking in work rate in, hasn't he? So, mm-hmm. uh, Wheeler Utah, Daniel Garcia for the pure title. Beautiful. was good. It was it was a long time for the first rope break came in. They only yeah. used one. We didn't really, yeah. yeah, we didn't really do the whole rope break. No, I mean, I don't like it when they do that because it's like, uh, when you were using Garcia, the one. Garcia was dressed as Regal, though. That was brilliant. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Again, oh, there was little did... bits like that that shit out of Didn't he do the Regal stretch at some point as well? Yeah, and you yeah. did the uh, walls of Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> the, the wheels of Jericho, I know. At some point. But yeah, you uh, wins. Uh, Garcia stomps off with a doesn't doesn't do the shaking of hands thing, um, and then I think backstage like proper had a go at him while someone's mum was sat there on a chair. 
he's, he's just like, are you, you're supposed to be hard, lads, and yet you're all just grappling and shit. And, it was like, <laughs> and there's this woman sat there going, she's like, doesn't know where to look. <laughs> um, we got to say at the end of the uh, tag match, PCC came out. Oh, yes, yes. They need more gold. <laughs> They're worse than the bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> Roman's going to be coming over in a minute. Like, hey. Oh, we discussed that earlier. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, yeah. What else are missing? Um, Martinez and Deeb. Yeah. Time. There was a lot of chain wrestling in that. It was. Yeah. Lovely. I enjoyed it. Um, Joe versus Jay Lethal. Again. Finished, yeah. Finished almost happened, as I said. Yes. Yeah. Dived into it. I did, I did say last week if you show him your neck, if you show Joe back of your neck, he just will put a clutch on. Yeah. Although yeah, I did should... think he'd, lo- I did think he'd lost it at one point, so they, they did a good job. Yeah, when he got hit by the belt and, and all that stuff, and I was like, oh, he's losing. But when the clutch was counted into a code breaker, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe that's not how it's going to go. But then, no, when the net grab happened, yeah, <laughs> uh, I think that was everything. Yeah, I think so. Do you want to do raw or? I can do it. Um, I'll skip through some bits. Um, yeah, the first 40 minutes was a uh, shit on theory. Um, <laughs> although it started and uh, the Miz and Logan Paul were just fighting in the ring. Um, it was kind of chaotic. I was like, what the hell's going on? Have I missed something? And they okay. were just fighting. And the commentator's like, this has happened before we've even gone on there. Uh, one of them had come out and then the other one just came out and started brawling. I was like, we're in Triple H era. <laughs> Whenever you were coming up to a takeover, where there was always massive brawls all over yeah. the place. And this was one of two because uh, Becky and Dan Craig on as well. But as much as I have zero interest in the Miz and Logan Paul, and I skipped over the whole segment that they did later on, I was still like, oh, there's a different way to start. And it grabbed your attention because you're like, oh, well, I missed it. What's well, going on? And I missed an hour at the start. Yeah. They moved the times. Yeah. Yeah. And then Roman came out, took four minutes to watch the ring. Um, <laughs> and then the, the mic stopped working. So he was trying to talk, and he was like, I'm fed up with talking. And the mic was going off. And then Heyman started talking, and it was going off. And he was like, whoever the uh, sound guy is, he went, you're the next one out of here. So that was dig number one at Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and Austin... No, yeah, uh, Heyman laid out all the stuff Brock's done. I was like, that's a bit weird. Uh, he was laying down, like, he's built the streak, he's done, he's beat Cena when no one could beat Cena. And then he's just like, but Roman's ending, ending Brock. He's going to beat him three times in a row. Uh, and then Theory came out all happy, talking crap, and Roman was very composed. He was like, when you're coming down to my, my arena, He's like, you get in my ring if you're going to talk. And he did. And then uh, Roman said, I think you need to analyse the situation here and look around you because daddy's not here anymore. Daddy's gone. <laughs> Heyman's, Heyman's face in the background, he couldn't contain himself. He was like, he, was, he had to turn away from camera. Yeah, he covers his mouth. I've seen the clip of that. It was funny. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's just like, don't, don't come at me, basically. I'm making a mistake. Uh, and then... He was like, he said to Heyman, we like him, don't we? Heyman's like, he's okay. He's like, we'll leave you be. Uh, and then he walked out of the ring. And as he, Jay Uso walked behind him, he slapped him in the back. And uh, Theory hit Jay with a briefcase and then immediately dropped it as they all turned around and looked at him. And he shit himself. Uh, and then Roman was like, no, leave him be. And they went out. And then Drew came out. He beat him up. But then all the, whatever they called, Seamus and his his gang, they all came out. So that led into a tag match. I was like, ah, oh, something. <laughs> so first match of the Triple H area was a DQ, which led to a tag match. But that tag match then resulted in Dolph coming out to distract Theory. Um, and then he got hurt lockered. What's his finisher called? A-Town Down or something like that. Couldn't tell you. He was doing that on Lashley and then Ziggler distracted him. So um, Lashley transitioned it into the uh, hurt locker. And he tapped out. So I was like, oh, that's, that's him done for the night then. And then he, then he walked up to the top of the ramp. And as he turned around to go off, he just got super kicked by both the Usos. 
And then Reigns came out and put the briefcase on him and start some shit at him. I was like, that, that was a fun 40 minutes of fuck you, Austin Theory. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the main takeaway there. Uh, I skipped over some of the other stuff because obviously stuff's set in motion. I said to Paul, you're not going to see much of the Triple H. No. Because matches are already booked and he's you kind of got to go through with them. Obviously, he's changed stuff and that. Um, so I did skip over stuff I wasn't, I wasn't that interested in. But the show itself was a lot smoother. It transitioned smoother. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it did. Um, I mean, even Alexa Bliss did a promo going, I don't understand the friendship between Nikki and Dudekoff. It doesn't, <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. And I was like, no, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, oh, like, she, called, she called it out. All um, KO's then, fucking theories are going to come true, aren't they? Yeah. And she said, whoever wins out of the TV, I'm, I'm coming for you, because I want my place back at the top. Fair um, enough. And, and then she beat Dudrop. So it's good to see her wrestling again. The main event was uh, the six-man tag. Which I didn't really watch. It was the Usos of Bloodline versus Street Profits and Riddle. I just kind of skipped to the end. Riddle tried to do an RKO, an RKO on Roman, and Roman just caught him. So if you imagine doing the RKO, like when you go up in the air, yeah, mm-hmm. and Roman just caught him when he was mid-air and then just yeeted him across the ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he didn't duck out. He just caught it, yeeted him, and then speared him and won. Um, and then as he was, as Roman was walking out, Seth's music hit, crowd lost the shit. Uh, he walked up straight into the face of Roman and just laughed at him and then went and bye-bye and like, waved at him and started laughing. And then he went to Riddle and murdered him, as we mentioned before. But there was a there was a good pause between him and Reigns looking at each other. So does he get added? I want him to get added to the match this weekend. Can make it a triple threat. I want him to storm out in it and go. <laughs> yeah, if, if you want to rewrite the Royal Rumble thing, you can yeah. just come out and go, I'm the only person who's beat you on pay-per-view this year. I've beat Brock, Brock multiple times from you. Make it happen. <laughs> I can put you forgot it was still so, yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of SummerSlam, as we were. I was about was, to wrap up. I can put you forgot about this. It was, it was, we can blitz through these, mate, because I ain't got a fucking clue. <laughs> um, <laughs> Me neither. Nah. Uh, SummerSlam predictions. Pat McAfee. It's Baron Corbin in a match that some people are calling. Why is this match happening? <laughs> <laughs> what? Who? Yeah, because I, I mean, I've, I've gone for Pat McAfee because he's on a fair wedge and like, I don't know what Baron Corbin's supposed to be doing now because wasn't he with, what was it, Slapstick Johnson or whatever he was called? Madcap Moss. That's it. <laughs> Slapstick Johnson. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Apparently he's quite popular now as a single star. I don't know, so I've not watched it. Apparently my cat must is really popular. Yeah, yeah. He somehow managed to get himself over by wearing red suspenders and having a he hat. He doesn't anymore. He's serious now. He's just moss he's now, is he? Just green. Yeah. Growing up a drain <laughs> pipe. Oh, I should also add, it feels like the packed in noise is either dumbed down or not there anymore. So that's pleasant. Oh, good. I must say. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Just remind me because it, it was it was prevalent on NXT at certain points this week. Was it? Yeah, not as bad as it normally is, but yeah, uh, yeah, Pat McAfee because I don't know, pick a person. Pat McAfee, yeah. John. What? Oh yeah, um, Pat McAfee. Yeah, I mean, because why not? I mean, I... it's a chance for him to show off a bit and get his get his licks in. Um, in another match that is also happening, The Miz against Logan Paul. Because, Have you seen uh, Champa's promo? Yeah, yeah, that was surprisingly good. It Not surprisingly because really. of Champa, but surprisingly <laughs> in the sense that, you know... They're letting him do stuff. Letting him do good stuff, yeah. It's Mizzy's face is like... Mm. <laughs> this is what He's I've good. been missing, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just remember when I had to fight them zombies. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, because Logan Paul's signed now, isn't he? Like he's yeah, yeah yes, so. he's actually signed. They gotta he's gonna I mean the Miz takes the fucking losses, doesn't he? That's fine. So yeah, Paul Logan, Logan Paul, he's gonna win. Proud, isn't of, proud are gonna be behind me, so that's a funny. I mean, it's it's like a mania, isn't it, where people were supposed to boo um <laughs> Sami Zayn and he just, and everyone was like, This is the best thing that's ever happened. Nobody liked it's yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell everyone now. Everyone's gone for Logan Paul because, yeah, yeah. yeah. the Move youth, the youth, isn't it? Um, SmackDown Women's Champion uh, Ronda Rousey versus Liv Liv Morgan. Please oh. be Liv Morgan. There's fear. I have fear. I have there fear is a fear. Uh, but uh, also, Triple H is back now. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm going to cling to for a lot of these is yeah. that Triple H is back there, so things might be normal and not just not just thrown to the wolves constantly. But by, by normal, do you mean normal for WWE or actual normal? Well, you know, like sensible, then shall we say, like things that make sense and aren't on the whim of a degenerate, crazy old man. <laughs> <laughs> sure, one that can't can't remember what he's done that week on week, so you get a bunch of rematches. so we just get the same match over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. It has to be. They can't give it to her and then take it off her. It sets up. They can't. They can't. Well, they can. I know they can. But if she holds on to it, uh, I mean, John, you've got uh, Charlotte shows up. Oh, boy. So that sets some stuff up. Like, use this to build up stuff. Like, just take the loss on it not being a, a banging pay-per-view and use it to build up stuff so that people go, oh, maybe it might be worth watching this again now. Hopefully. We'll see. What do you think is happening, John? Your, I just think Charlotte, isn't coming through. Charlotte turns up to challenge at the end. You know, Liv's celebrating and Charlotte just appears and mm. everyone goes, ooh, comes out and does yeah. that shitty neck breaker thing on her. Yeah. <laughs> what we're overlooking here, though, is if Liv does actually win, like that's massive. She'd be the first person to beat Ronda one-on-one. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. I mean, how is, is Ronda on a permanent contract now? I think she's, what, two years? I think she's doing two WrestleManias. Okay. Or is that... There could be one, one long, slightly one only bit years. I don't know. I oh, I'm much... just, I'm just curious how long she's there for. There was it's... something about two WrestleManias when she got when she came up. I remember. Mm. But I don't know what we know what that means. It's a bit or, or like you say, Charlotte comes oh, out yeah. and and interferes and it gets DQ'd. Ah, uh, yeah, that could be it. Yeah, that could be it. This is the chances. Uh, for some reason, the US title, Austin. Sorry, sorry, not Austin Theory. Theory versus is is Lashley just called Lashley now? They've abandoned the Bobby. No, he's still Bobby. Oh, all right, all right. So, yeah, Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley. John! <laughs> Lashley throws Theory into the sun. Good. I like it. <laughs> I put Lashley murders Theory. So, I mean, we're all working on off, off the same page here, I think. Yep. Uh, Alice? Uh, yeah, Lashley kills her and then breaks a briefcase in her. <laughs> You'll never hear from that again yep. until next year. <laughs> Good. Um... Oh, the unified, undisputed tag titles with Jeff Jarrett as special guest referee for some reason. What? Why? Oh, he was on Raw. He was on Raw. He mediated like a little face-off between them. It's a bit weird. Did he hit anyone with a guitar? No, he, he just had a ah, sleeveless ref What a fanny. On. You can't even do the thing you're famous for. I saw him and I just skipped over it, but he was there. Okay. Uh, so, Usos versus Street Profits. Ellis, you're the only one who hasn't gone Usos. <laughs> I have. I put more detail on these because I thought I wouldn't be here. Uh, street, I don't understand why we keep doing it. So it makes me feel like Street Profits are going to win. We know why but, they keep doing it because Vince McMahon can't remember what he's done. Yeah, and now I've learned that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I, I don't know. But then that goes against the idea that Montez Ford's going to get a, a singles push. But then yeah. at the same time, Triple H is back and Street Profits were huge. And then it's to Triple H like, as tag champions. 
you put you put a lot into them, so street profits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's the fact that they were pushing. Yeah, oh, there's this. Mm. Yeah, it's gonna be Usos. It has to be. Although if they're getting rid of Roman as head of the table and all that as well, Ooh. are they? What's this? I don't know. There is a match. Brock could take it. Greases his hands up with chicken skin. I would really hate if Brock took it. No, who's, who's, who's the Uso in NXT? Uh, Solo Sakai. He's currently in a, in a war with Von Wagner. Okay, that's a sentence. Maybe this is how. Um... <laughs> no, no, he's not coming up yet. Let's talk about it, apparently. Yeah, I remember John's news here. Right? And NXT, N- NXT is basically non-canon anyway, right? We don't... We don't... To be fair, yeah, it doesn't it. exist. It exists in a special pocket dimension. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this, could be our, this could be our Roman, does it? Is that when you possibly. Yeah. need a new one. Meh. Um, Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Bella versus Becky Lynch. I mean, does anybody want Becky to win this? No. 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 I mean, I like Becky, but no. No. Should Bianca's... be a good match, but Bianca. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Jesus, what? Um, for some reason, there is a match. No DQ tag. Mysterios versus Judgment Day. Oh, I didn't say about this one, Ro. Yeah. Did you watch the video of Rhea just dragging Dominic by his hair? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that is that was funny shit. Uh, yeah, Judgment Day lost to the Mysterios without Rhea there. And then Rhea... Wearing, wearing an Amya puppy shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Showed up to the party, grabbed a uh, face pound Aaliyah, because yeah. Buddy, Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah dragged out uh, Dom, led to a big ambush. Uh, Ray got powerbombed through a table. On and his... then the bit that I didn't see on his anniversary. Oh, his 20th anniversary. anniversary. Monsters. While, while Finn Balor shouted at him, it's not your anniversary, it's my birthday, because it actually was his birthday. And. <laughs> What I didn't see, because I was skipping through stuff, apparently later on, when they were picking Ray up from the table, Rhea just ran past and big booed him in the face and nearly knocked his head off. <laughs> Lovely stuff. And then this no DQ match was set up from that. Right. So that's the context. Okay. Uh, well, Judgment Day then, isn't it, really? Yeah, and Dominic's joining them. Yeah, because it very much seemed when he was doing his speech for 20 years, like Dominic was pacing a, a turn to Paul. I was like, Dom's like going to turn on him here. And I mean, they've been, hinting rage, at it. Rage, is it? they've been hinting at it for ages, haven't they? That one of them's going to turn on the other. And... Yeah. Eh. Well, Paul was like, maybe, maybe Rage does it. Oh, his daughter also gave him a birthday gift, and it was his Halloween Havoc. Uh, <laughs> it was his Halloween Havoc outfit. I was like, this is fucking, <laughs> this is fucking weird. And then he was like, oh, he was like, oh, I've been looking for this. I couldn't find it. I was like, so she stole your outfit. She's stolen it and given it, it you, given it your own present back. That's a new level of love. <laughs> I'm going to use that one. <laughs> Next year. Didn't he lend it to someone? Uh, thingy in NXT. Yeah. What are they called? Your favourite team? In NXT? Yeah. Uh, there's no tag teams in NXT. <laughs> thingy. The one, the one you've got the note of, I assume. You have a note down for. Oh, Legado del Fantasma. There you go. Oh, mate. That... What they've done to them. <laughs> Pouring bleach in each other's eyes this week, they were. Um, why? <laughs> why, indeed. Uh, Seth Rollins. Not happening. Pause we're aware. No. Is he gonna be is he gonna fight someone? Oh, is he not fighting Seamus? No, he's meant to fight Riddle. Oh, oh, well, Riddle then. No, I mean Seth, obviously. But Riddle's it's been Riddle's bothered. injured, yes. Replacing him with someone. KP injured. Uh, I feel like something will happen on SmackDown. Yeah, probably. Runs over but, his little poxy skewer. But if he comes out and does another open challenge, it's gonna mean that for the this and Mania, like two of the most anticipated matches are Seth versus somebody we don't know. My <laughs> worry is, though, if it is a Gargano or a Bray, he's going to lose again. 
I mean, we'll have, to take, it, have to take it on good faith that now that Triple H is back, that they'll start letting Seth win some stuff. Uh, the the other rumor, because he also doesn't have a match, is AJ Styles. Oh, uh, that'd be bad. That'd slap. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Seth could win that. And then finally, in a match some people are calling happening, <laughs> last man standing, a last man ever undisputed WWE Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns against everyone's favourite turnip-headed gammon, Brock Lesnar. Roman. Yeah! Roman. And I, I really don't need to see this again. It wasn't that long ago we saw it. No! And, and it wasn't that long ago we'd seen it last time either. No. I mean, it's, hopefully and, now, like, this should be the end of them having to rely on legacy material. We've seen that so many times. Yeah, I know. But, it, you know, he's gone now. It's better. Even even Roman said he's he's looking forward to it ending. <laughs> yeah, he did an interview this week and he said that. He said, yeah, he said it because it hurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, I I mean it, it's not the best lineup of a SummerSlam card I've ever seen, but put put Seth in that main event and we're cooking on gas. Yeah, that'd be fun. But yeah, I mean that's it. That that, that would be a way for it to not itself if he came out and just said putting my boy because both of them are. The problem with Roman saying that to Theory was it was a bit of a um, kettle black stuff because Roman yeah. was Vince's number push one to the moon star. Boy, yeah. Seth was Triple H's boy, first ever NXT champion, FCW. He won there, came up, he was the chosen one for the authority. And that's that. All right, thank you all for listening. If you want to, you can find us on Twitter at Damn It Vince Pod, I think. I don't know. It's top of my head. It is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or don't? I don't know. I'm not your mum. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Don't have to drink warm, warm juice drink. <laughs>